0: Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And we have a special guest with us here on the State of the Saints podcast. We have the doctor in sports medicine, also physical therapy. And he also has a YouTube channel called the Fantasy Doctors, where he gives you know information about some injuries to some of the key players in the NFL, as well as uh, other major sports. I want to introduce you all to Dr. Jesse Morris. Dr. Morris, thank you so much for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast, sir.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, just thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. But before we ask you any questions uh, pertaining to uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas, uh, just uh, give the members of the Houdat Nation and and viewers of the State of the Saints podcast a little bit of your breakdown and some of your, your, you know, your credentials, sir.
1: So I'm a uh, traditionally uh, trained sports medicine physician. I am in Miami. I see a lot of professional athletes, um, a lot of your team players that we're going to talk about I've Mm -hmm. I've seen Mm -hmm. indirectly or directly. Um, And uh, unfortunately, I have a tendency to uh, see a lot of these guys after the injuries have started. And, and it's hard to, to treat these without surgery. And that's my specialty. I do regenerative medicine, stem cell. And, um, you know, I've accumulated a lot of uh, different types of knowledge about how to fix things uh, and, and keep them on the field. But these guys play through some crazy injuries. And as we saw with Michael Thomas last year, his was a little bit too crazy, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, Michael Thomas is so important to the success of the New Orleans Saints. Dr. Morris, of course, we know about Drew Brees retiring. And and now the Saints are making a little bit of a transition at the quarterback position. There's a battle uh, going on in camp right now. And a lot of the members of the Houdat Nation and and the Saints organization were counting on Michael Thomas uh, to be there at the beginning of the season. But let's go ahead Mm -hmm. and uh, rewind a little bit to 2020 week one. Uh, the game uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, about two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Michael Thomas uh, in the red zone. Somebody rose up on his ankle mm-hmm. and it caused him to miss about nine games. Uh, Dr. Morris, uh, what was the main issue uh, in, you know about Michael Thomas's uh, ankle and why did it keep him out so long?
1: So we've all probably heard of the dreaded high ankle sprain by now. Kamara had one a couple of years ago. CMC had one last year. You know, a a bunch of people unfortunately suffer them every year. And he suffered one of them. But that wasn't it. If that was it, and and that's that's a significant injury, he would have been out probably four to five games. The other part of the injury was even more important, and, and that's the concerning one. So I happen to have my foot model here. So when he, when he got rolled up on, on the out, this is the outside of the ankle. When he got rolled up on the outside of the ankle, that caused it to plant this way, which tore the high ankle, the high ankle ligament, which is right here. And there's one that runs across this way, but that's not overly concerning in the long run, Mm. frustrating for the season. This ligament right here called the deltoid ligament, Mm. that is the inside of your ankle ligament. That's what keeps our inside of our ankle strong. So whenever someone rolls their ankle, we always think about ankle sprain on the outside because this one is so strong. When this one is torn, it's bad, bad. You Mm. can't, you, this isn't a mild sprain ever. It's hard to sprain this. So when you sprain it, you really have to do a number on it. Unfortunately, he likely partially tore it with that. Think of a piece of paper and you partially tear it and you're still expecting the same strength and, and flexibility, but you only have half of the tendon. Right. uh you know to do the whole to, to do the whole uh l- workload right so unfortunately he tried to rehab it cuz that would have been season ending if he had surgery so he right. tried to push through but he 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 just was never really effective because whenever he tries to cut to the outside that ligament needs to be able to sustain the energy to push the ankle towards the outside right. and if that ligament isn't strong enough or stable he's going to he's not going to feel confident running cutting that way
0: yeah. So, Dr. Morris, uh, did he do more damage to his ankle uh, by coming back and playing sporadically throughout the season? Now, like I said, he missed about nine games total, mm-hmm. but there was a stretch in which uh, he came back and he played maybe a few games before they actually shut him down. So was there a possibility that he could have did a little bit more damage uh, to the Deltoid by playing?
1: I think I think he did damage a couple different times. Mm the first time was when he came back and they realized you're not ready yet. Like you're trying, but you're just obviously not ready. So they shut him down again and then they brought him back for about one game. And he really didn't do a whole lot. Unfortunately. Right. Everybody was under the assumption that he had surgery in the off season, right? Right. As the off season started. Mm -hmm. But then we just hear a report last week or the week before uh, Nick Underhill did it, uh, uh, at least presented it either the first time or one of the first times. Right. And I reached out to him I'm like, what's going on here? Like, and yeah. he's like, everybody made the assumption he had surgery. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He yeah. went to a surgeon, not the team docs. Mm-hmm. And they said, all right, what happened? And, you know, like, what was the plan? They said, right. let's rehab it for a month. If you're not happy with your progress, or if I'm not happy with your progress, let's do surgery. Right. Whatever that message was, whatever, however it was conveyed, right. Thomas wasn't a big fan of it. He mm-hmm. never returned, or it, it took several months to return. Right. Then he shows up to training camp, and 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 or whatever level OTAs OTAs, whatever OTAs yeah OTAs and, and and the team's doctor was like, this is bad bad like you need surgery on this now bad, wow. and he's like, uh, so now you have four plus months after that time period. Mm-hmm. So if they did it back in January, we may never be talking about this. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that I, I, I want to say one thing before it, mm-hmm. because this will play a role. Okay. If he had surgery, then he starts the rehab process, right? Yeah. He probably would have had, he, he, he likely had surgery on both the high ankle mm-hmm. and that medial lateral, uh, the medial ankle, the deltoid. He repaired, likely yeah. had both repaired. Right. But think about all the additional time that he was spent on his own or with trainers or whoever. Mm -hmm. trying to rehab it, developing compensation patterns, wearing on a new part of the ankle, creating Mm. arthritis Mm. or stress in the joint that shouldn't be there because the body's trying to not stress, but it's causing new issues. Yeah. Mm. You see what I mean?
0: (laughs) So that, that's the
1: (laughs) tricky part about this. So there might be stuff that you can't really fix per se. That is frustrating. Yeah. So do you think
0: that the doctor that he went to when he told him uh, there's a possibility that he can rehab it? Um, Do you? It sounds like by rehabbing it, it could have just made matters even worse instead of him, you know, getting surgery right then and there. So is that was that like I guess like a miscalculation on his doctor's part? I mean, if I, I don't want to disrespect any doctors, but if no, correct. Was, so yeah, yeah.
1: He, here's what I've learned. I and I see in the off season, I see pros almost every day or most days of the week. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've learned. Right. First of all, they're stubborn. Mm. They are very set in their ways. They're used to super healing because they've been freaks their whole life. You know, right. like literally, they just defy odds every, every level. Yeah. So they think they're going to be able to fix things. Mm. When you, but when they realize they can't, right. then they start finally listening, but they don't listen to everybody. Mm. And, and they, their, their, their circle of trust is really small. So if, if, and if you don't relay that, or if you're not, if you don't come highly recommended, mm-hmm. there's a good chance they're not going to listen to you, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and then, and then they kind of go into off season mode. They usually don't talk to team docs, like regular team docs. Yeah. So then it's like, then they're kind of in flux, you know, yeah. I, I know Kamara, he takes like a whole month off, like mm-hmm. he doesn't rehab or nothing. Right. You know, so some of the guys are literally, you don't know where they are. They could be on the other side of the world. They could be in, you know, down here in South Florida, like you don't know. So right. that's the problem is that if they didn't, if he didn't understand what was going on, if he didn't trust what the, what he, they said or didn't like the plan, yeah, that's, that's all it takes. Yep. And then he's like, mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And then by the time he shows up, it's too late. Right. You know, and then you talk about, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want surgery. Or they hear the potential side effects of surgery. Like, oh, no, 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 I don't Mm -hmm. want that. You know, (laughs) or the agent's like, no, I think we can do without this. Or the money man was sometimes usually a different person is like, no, 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 we got to do it. So there's a lot of moving parts in addition to just the athlete, Yeah. you know, and and that's unfortunately tricky. And that's that's what's frustrating about it.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah. Okay, well we talk about like team doctors. Uh is there like a strained relationship between athletes and team doctors at times where it seems like players don't feel like the team doctor is putting their best interest at heart rather than the team and do you think that may have had played a role uh in him uh, looking for some outside advice versus inside of the locker room of the New Orleans Saints?
1: Definitely is possible. I can't speak to his situation specifically, Mm -hmm. but in general, what you have to appreciate is that there's 50, 60, 70 guys Mm -hmm. in the locker room. At the end of the day, the NFL is a business. So unfortunately, when it's a business, they corners are not always met. Some of them are cut. And I hate to say this, but this is the harsh reality. These guys are pawns in a very expensive game of chess, Mm. you know? So that's the problem is that if these guys are just seen that way and, and they're like, yeah, we can fix this for a couple hundred dollars as opposed to doing something that I would do, which is probably 10 or 15 grand. They're like, no, 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 we're not going to pay for that. You know? And that's the problem is that like some of these can be fixed, but they just won't spend the money, whether it's the player or the team or whatever but there's definitely a strength. Maybe they didn't like the way that trainer talked to him, or maybe they didn't like the way that team doc said to him, or some of them aren't the best with, you know, verbally discussing what the player, you know, exactly what the injury is. So no, it doesn't yeah. come across as understandable. So they're like, I don't even know what he's talking about half the time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so there's definitely a communication issue. So I, I I've spoken with other players who have played for the saints in the past, and they've all said their team docs are very good compared to where they currently are or where they've been. They've had really good luck with the Saints. I can't yeah. speak to them. I don't personally know them. Yeah. But from what I've heard, it's been a good relationship. But everybody's a little different. You know, these guys are all wired a little bit differently, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean,
0: I just think about the situation a couple of years ago with the Saints organization with cornerback Delvin Bro. And on uh, Delvin Bro, it turns out that he ended up breaking his his leg. But the doctor misdiagnosed him. Um, and he, and he, I guess he diagnosed him uh, with a leg injury, but it wasn't broken but it turns out to be broken and the saints ended up uh, having to fire that that uh physician so mm-hmm. i was just wondering like you know do those players like look at uh other doctors on the outside guys that really if they know, have for- one yeah so yeah. i will
1: give you one other scenario that a player i saw in the off season in mm-hmm. february right offensive player kind con- of a wide receiver not okay. not on the saints okay and he he had a high ankle mm-hmm. and he knew he had a high ankle yeah. but he had a bad Achilles injury that they never told him about.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like what do you mean? I'm like it's right on the report. It's right here. A lot mm. of these guys don't even see the report. They don't see the MRI. They just they're t- you have this it's not a big deal. Really? You know these guys are used to playing through crazy injury. Crazy yeah. injuries. That's true. Crazy amounts of pain. So they're like, "Oh, I can I can fight through this." Mm. But but they also don't know what, you know, what the doctors know unfortunately. So it, like they're relying on those doctors to to guide them. But unfortunately, sometimes the doctors aren't looking out for them for five, 10 years down the road. They're trying to get right. them on the field tomorrow. And, and right. sometimes those goals aren't the same.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely true. Um, you know, I, I I feel like the the players, you know, they know that from, you know, even though the doctor might have their best interest at heart, but sometimes like you just mentioned, you know, they're, they're very uh, picky about who they decide to get. Uh, you know, advice from which I mean. I guess they have to do that because they have to look out for their own uh, best interest. But let's let's go ahead and talk about this this surgery now that we know for a fact that uh, Michael Thomas has had his surgery, had it back in, in June, and I uh, think the time uh, he's supposed to return is like somewhere in October. Now, when's the time frame in which Michael Thomas, based on this injury, when will he go back to being possibly the Michael Thomas of old or? Is there a possibility that he will never uh, be the Michael Thomas we
1: once uh, knew? I won't put it past anyone, especially at this level. Mm-hmm. But he's got a long journey ahead. Mm-hmm. This injury was not quite as bad as Dax, but it wasn't far. Wow, it it, it was bad, bad. So, can you tell us the difference? Seen... Can you
0: tell? Can you tell us the difference? Okay. Uh, Dak so, Prescott's injury and Michael Thomas's. Dak
1: injury. had a, a, Dak had a, a reportedly breakthrough skin fracture of his ankle. Plus a deltoid. Right. Uh, Michael Thomas had a high ankle, probably small fracture of the fibula, mm-hmm. which is the small bone and a bad deltoid. So right. similar, but Dax was done immediately. And Michael Thomas's was eight months later, or whatever, right. you know? So there's a lot of time that developed. Think of, Think of you driving on brand new tires and then not getting aligned. You yeah. know, you're know you going to have brand new tires that are messed up pretty quickly because everything's right. off. That's kind of what happens when you have an injury and then you're trying to push through it. Like it just right. – new things develop. So yeah. I'm concerned that he may never be that same elite player we saw a couple of years ago. I think week six, week seven, whenever they're by, I think it's somewhere on there, is realistic. Um, but setbacks happen. You know, uh, these are all possibilities. I, I I, I was really high on him this year. I thought he was a, a shoe in for a top 10 wide receiver again. Mm-hmm. But now, I, 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 knowing what I know about medicine, I don't, I get concerned. I yeah. would love for him to come back and be elite, but yeah. he's got an uphill battle. I'll just yeah. say that.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he he can't play this season and and be productive,
1: correct, Doctor? Yes. I, I I believe he can. If everything goes according to plan, he rehabs this appropriately. Um, I think there's a very good chance he comes back and he he does well. When he comes back and what the quarterback situation is gonna be at the time is a separate discussion.
0: All right. Well, I mean, you also, uh, you know, cover fantasy football as well. I mean, so uh, if for my fantasy football uh, people out there, uh, would you draft uh, Michael Thomas? Would you put him uh, on your draft board? Maybe somebody that can sit on a bench and when he returns, he can, you know, you possibly can start him or do you feel like they need to go in another direction in regards to Michael Thomas?
1: So it really depends on parameters of your league. If you have unlimited IR stashes, if you can get him in the 10th or, or whatever round, I think it's a no brainer. You pick him up. Right. But if you have to go six round or something, I'm not having someone in my bench or limited IR spots for six, seven weeks, yeah. potentially more, uh, you know, I, that, that those spots become very valuable injuries start piling up and you're like, somebody has got to go, right. you know? And it's like, well, this guy may be back next week. This guy ain't going to be back for another month or even longer. Yeah. So it really depends on your league if it's, is it is you know PPR because he's a monster in PPR, right. but it, you know if it, if it's not and and maybe you only have two wide receivers and you already have two elite guys, it's like right. well am I really going to sit one of these guys for him if and money comes back?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's
0: such a he's such a dynamic player. I mean the last mm. time when he was at full strength, 149 receptions, 1700 yards, uh, yeah. both led the NFL at his position. Uh, according to uh, the NFL Top 100, he was the number five player among his peers. So I mean, he was on a trajectory of a possible Hall of Fame career. I mean, even though I mean his career is not over, I mean I, I feel like you know he still has a lot of uh, you know games ahead of him. But it's unfortunate that he had this uh, bump in the road, and I wish this could have been avoided, Doc. But uh, I, I agree. Mean, hopefully, this can be one of those situations that can be something he can you know learn from in the future to make sure that he gets those uh, injuries dealt with uh, as soon as possible. Uh, but Agreed. Doc, uh, th- uh, thank you so much uh, for your time. But before you go, uh, we were talking off the air about uh, the app that you uh, just created. So can you tell the Who That Nation and uh, viewers of this video a little bit about your app and uh, what it, what does it do?
1: Sure. So you can see the logo over my shoulder. It's called TFD, T period, F uh, period, D period. It stands for Fantasy Doctors. Uh, think of it as kind of Twitter for sports. For for the Saints fans, you can literally click on the football because it's individually by the four main sports. You go down to teams, you click on NFL, go to the Saints, and you'll have all the beat reporters discussing everything in their timelines in real time. You go to the injury section, you'll see all the injury news. You go to the video section, you have all the different videos you can watch right in the screen. Any injuries come up, any big news comes up, you get an alert. You click on it and you start watching it right there mm-hmm. within 15, 20, 30 minutes of when the injury happens. We're usually pretty, pretty quick. So, wow. I, and, I, and and you can zoom out, so to speak, and see all of the different teams, see all of the different injuries, follow your favorite uh, fantasy, you know, experts. You can read their content or read the main, you know, uh, the Schefters, the, those type of people. And, you know, maybe you're a basketball fan. You switch to the basketball tab and you do the same thing. So I, I think it has monster potential. Check it out.
0: Yeah. Definitely going to be checking it out. I mean, that, that just sounds absolutely awesome. But to be able to follow your team, get those updates uh, for fantasy football to make sure that you have your your, your lineup ready and ready to rock and roll on, on Sundays or you know, whenever days the, the NFL games are being played. So mm-hmm. definitely uh check it out. And also uh, your YouTube channel, can you tell us a little bit about that for those that may not know?
1: Sure. Uh the fantasy doctors, uh YouTube uh for the fantasy doctors handles DRS as opposed to the full doctors, but we drop videos every day, multiple times a day, uh, predominantly uh, NFL, at least right now, what we do all sports. Uh, and, and my team is a full uh, orthopedic and sports med trained, uh, and we have different specialties for everything. Dr. Parekh, uh, one of the founders of the Phenetic Doctors, is a, is a sports a medicine, a foot and ankle surgeon at Duke, who actually performs surgeries like Thomas had. So when he starts getting in and gritty, he did Wentz's video today, and he just discusses stuff that you'd only hear a foot surgeon talk about. But you yep. get an understanding, like, and, and that's the level of knowledge and accuracy that you're expected when you watch our, our content.
0: Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, you all do an excellent job over there, sir, and giving us the information that we need. And I thank you so much for your time. Uh, hopefully the the viewers and the Who That Nation have a better clarity of what's going on with Michael Thomas, and we just wish him a speedy recovery so he can get back on the field to be that that wide receiver that we need him to be. Dr. Morris, thank, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you. And thank you so much for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast, sir.
1: You're welcome. Take care.
0: All right, you too. Take care.